minds, Father, just come and saturate this place with your presence. Lord, we give this service to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise this morning. overcome yes he has overcome we will not be shaken we will not be moved because jesus you are here God is fighting for us. God is fighting for us. God is on our side. He has overcome. Yes, he has overcome. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Because Jesus, you are here. Carrying our burdens. You're carrying our burdens. Covering our shame. He has overcome. Yes, he has overcome. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Because Jesus, you are here. I will live. I will not die. The resurrection power of Christ alive in me. And I am free. In Jesus' name. He's carrying our burdens, covering our shame. He has overcome, yes, he has overcome. We will not be shaken, we will not be moved. Because Jesus, you are here. Well, let's declare it today, I will. I will live, I will not die The resurrection power of Christ Alive in me And I am free In Jesus' name I will live, I will not die I will declare and lift you high Christ revealed and I am healed in Jesus' name. Yes, you're healed. Well, let's put our hands together today. Father, we thank you for healing. We thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. Father, we thank you that you're on the throne. That your word is yes and amen. Your promises are still true today. Yeah. We bless you today. We magnify you. We thank you that you're a warrior, a righteous king. And we lift you up today, Lord. We lift you up today, Lord. Yeah. Come on, God is fighting for us. Let's say it together. God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness. Lighting up the kingdom, 
that cannot be shaken in the name of Jesus the enemy's defeated and we will shout it out shout it out yeah God is fighting for us pushing back the darkness lighting up the kingdom that cannot be shaken in the name of Jesus the enemy's defeated and we will shout it out shout it out I will live, I will not die. The resurrection power of Christ alive in me. And I am free in Jesus' name. Come on, I will live. Oh, I will live, I will not die. I will declare and lift you high. Christ revealed, and I am healed, in Jesus' name, yeah. in Jesus' name, oh. in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, come on, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, we bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you for healing. You're a healing, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. The weapon may be formed but it won't prosper and when the darkness falls it won't prevail because the God I serve knows only how to triumph oh my God will never fail oh my God will never fail I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord I'm gonna see a victory yeah. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord yes it does Thank you, Lord. Oh, I will say there's power. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giants. Cause I know how this story ends Oh yes I know how this story ends Come on, let's declare it And I'm gonna see a victory yeah. I'm gonna see a victory Come on, for the battle belongs For the battle belongs to you, Lord yeah. See a victory. No weapon for We'll prosper. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Yes, it does. Belongs to you, oh God.
Jesus. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, let's prophesy today. You take what the enemy meant for evil. Come on, hear it. And you turn it for good. Oh! You turn it for good. You take, oh! You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yeah, you take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yeah. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. Oh, you turn it for good. Yeah. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. Come on, for the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. A victory, I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, let's declare it again. You take, you take what the enemy meant for evil. Come on, it all works together for good. For good. Oh, you turn it for good. Oh, yeah, you take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yes, you do. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Oh, come on, give the Lord a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise right there. Come on. Come on, thank him for victory this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Victory is ours. Oh. Victory is ours. the blind to see it's moving here in front of me moving here in front of me the one who made the deaf to hear is silencing my every fear silencing my every fear and I believe in you I believe in you. 
You're the God of miracles. Come on, I believe. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God. You're the God of miracles. God of miracles, oh, the one who does impossible is reaching out to make me whole, reaching out to make me whole, the one who put death in its place. His life is flowing through my veins. His life is flowing through my veins. And I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God. You're the God of miracles. I believe, I believe. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. the enemy meant for evil you turn it the for god good the god of miracles oh you've been taking it all all our healing all our victory because you are the god of miracles the god of miracles oh you're turning it around for our good you're the God of miracles, the God of miracles, the God who was and is to come. You're the power of the risen one, oh, the God who brings the dead to life. You're the God of miracles. The God of miracles. Well, he's the God who was. The God who was and is to come. The power. The power of the risen one. Oh, yes, he is. You're the God who brings the dead to life. You're the God of miracles. You're the God of miracles. Say it again. The God who was and is to come. Yeah, the power of the risen one. Yes. You're the, the God who brings the dead to life. You're the God of miracles. Oh, he's here right now. The God of miracles. Yeah. The God who was and is to come. 
God who brings the dead to life. You're the God of miracles. You're the God. God of miracles. And I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Yes, you are. And I believe in you. Come on, give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful that he's the God of miracles. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Oh, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Oh, come on, the, the, the power of God is in the room. He's here to break every chain. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, all sufficient sacrifice so freely given such a price what our redemption our redemption heaven's gates swing wide heaven gates swing wide oh in the name of Jesus. Come on, there's power. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Come on. Yeah, to break every chain. To break every chain. 
break every chain. Oh, to break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Yay. Come on, we just we, we fight today. Come on, we fight today. Every spirit has to bow its knee. Every sickness has to bow its knee. Every infirmity has to bow its knee. Break every chain. Oh, spirit of poverty. Spirit of lack. You have to bow your knee. Oh, we break every chain. Yes, we do. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, come on, lift your hands across the room. Come on, lift your, lift your hands across the room. Come on, just let the Spirit of God begin to just rest on you right now. Come on, let Him rest on you right now. Come on. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we declare freedom. 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 Oh, to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. We declare. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Declare it over your family. Declare it over your business. Break every chain. 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 I see. Break every chain. Break. Come on, I see, I see, I see. I see the chains falling. Oh. I see the chains falling. I see the chains. I see the chains falling. See the chains. I see the chains falling off your family. I see the chains falling off your business, off your school. I see the chains falling. Oh, I see the chains falling. See the chains. See the chain. I see the chains falling. Break it. Oh, oh. I see the chains falling. See the chains. I see the chains falling. I see the chains. And I see the chains falling. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there is power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name. There is power in the name 
If you need something, if you need God to touch your family, to touch your finances, to touch your business, I want you to come up here right now. Come on, come up here right now. Oh, yeah. While the power of God is in the room. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every once declare this is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power Come on, declare it. in the name of Jesus. We declare it today. There's power in the name of Jesus. Oh, to break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. Come on, break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Now the Lord says says to tell you. That every chain that has tried to hold you back, even the last six weeks, is broken. Broken off of you. Broken off your mindset. Broken off your house. Broken off family members. Broken the way that folks used to look at you. They will never look at you that way again. For the Lord says, I'm giving you a fresh slate, a new slate, and today is a new beginning for you. So arise, son, arise, son, arise, son, arise, son, for this is a new day, a new day, a new day, a new day. Come on, somebody shout yes. Come on, somebody shout yes. Come on, somebody shout yes. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I hear the chains falling. Come on, I hear the chains. Yay. And I hear the chains falling. Yes. And I hear 
the chains falling. Yes, I do. And I hear the chains falling. Come on, I hear it over your finances. I hear the chains falling. No more lack, no more defeat. I hear the chains falling. Come on, I hear the sound of victory. And I hear the chains falling. Oh! And I hear the chains falling. Yay! And I hear the chains falling. Oh! I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains. The chains falling. Hey Diane, hey Diane, the Lord says this is your day of victory. This is your day of overcoming. This is your day to cross over. For the Lord says you've passed over into a new doorway. And the Lord says I'm opening up heaven over you right now. And you're going to begin to walk into seasons, walk into atmospheres, and shift and change it. And the Lord says the warfare has been great because I've got great things for you to do. And no, I have not forgotten about my word over your life and my promises over you. Get ready, daughter. This is your year to soar. This is your year to go. This is your year to move forward, says the Lord. Come on, somebody say yes. 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 Come on, shout yes. Come on, shout yes. Come on, shout yes. Yes. And I hear the chains falling. Come on, I hear the chains falling. Come on, let's pray in the spirit for a moment. Come on. Come on, God's here. The power is here. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus. And who would tell a child of God no? And who would try to tell you to sit down and shut up? Not I, says the Spirit of the Lord. For I say go, and I say move, and I say continue forward into this new thing that I've prepared for you. And no, yeah, you will have face resistance and you will face opposition, but the battle is mine, not yours. Continue. Continue. And I say advance forward into this new thing that I've created for you. I've designed it for you. It's already yours. So step into this thing. Step into the moment. Step into the encounter that I have for you. And you will see even your the ones around you be, be touched and changed because of your obedience and because of what you have decreed over your land and over your territory. Don't let the land speak to you any longer. Don't let the land prophesy demise and prophesy uh, 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 to, to stop moving forward. I am a forward-moving God, says the Lord, and I never say stop. I say go. And the Lord says over this house and over these families down here, the Lord says it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to create movement around you and create movement in your families. And don't let your family members uh, talk you out of it. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. But it's time to go and it's time to shake off yesterday. And it's time to move into what I have for you, says the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Come on, say yes. Come on, yes. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We declare that we're moving. We declare we're moving. We declare we're moving. Josh Bean, as you have literally packed and moved <laughs> into a new place, the Lord says that's a prophetic sign that you're moving forward. So, son, get ready for what I'm going to do over your life. You don't even know what I have for you, says the Lord. So get ready. Get ready for I'm moving you forward in this season and the spirit of delay has been broken off of you and you're going to begin to see the new that I have for you, says the Lord. Come on, somebody, praise him. Say yes. Come on, we agree as a family today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name today. We bless your name today. And the Lord says that some of you have even crossed over and passed over into a new thing. And the Lord says the enemy has come and spoken, whispered lies to you once again. And some of you have listened and some of you have had decided to say no. But the Lord says, I'm giving you those that have listened and, and have submitted to the lie. I'm giving you another opportunity to move forward. It's you, I'm giving you because I'm a second chance type of God. I'm a second opportunity type of father. And the Lord says, I'm going to give you another another opportunity to move forward. So shake off the lies, remove the curse out of your spirit, out of your mind, out of your heart, and move forward, says the Spirit of the Lord. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for being a second chance, God, a second chance, Father, another opportunity, Father. We are not going to let an opportunity slip through our hands any longer. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord. We'll climb through that window. And, and Father, we'll climb through that window. I just see us climbing through windows. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The, the windows are open, says the Lord. The windows are open. The windows are open. The windows are open. My windows are open. The windows of blessing. The windows of victory are open. The windows of heaven are open over you. Open over you. Open over you, says the Spirit of the Lord. They're open over you. My heavens are open over you. Open over you right now. Whatever you say, whatever you speak, whatever you need, you just speak it forth. And the Lord says, I'm going to move suddenly on your behalf. Suddenly on your behalf. The spirit of sabotage is broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It is broken in the name of the Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. The heavens are open over us. The heavens are open. Heavens, what does that mean? That just means the sustained power of my presence is being released. It's sustained. Then when the heavens are open, it's sustained power. It's moving power. It changes the atmosphere. It changes the things around you. And in fact, when you get home today, it's going to feel different. It's going to sound different. You're going to have a new wall. New guard is going to be up. And you're going to be able to walk into to your house feeling free and ready to plan and strategize your next move. Because the Lord says some of you are getting ready to move into higher depths and higher dimensions. And you're, the Lord is going to give you a grace. He's going to give you a, a strategy on how to do it, even in your finances, your business businesses, your ministries, you're going to begin to see some things take place in your life. That like I just feel I've been saying the last couple of weeks, a delay has been put over this region, but that delay is off the region now, and now it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. And Father, we just declare over our region, over our community, new businesses to spring forth. We declare new money to be infiltrated through our region. Lord, we bless our region. We thank you. It's not a cursed region, but it's a rich re a region. It's a blessed region. Father, we, dude, we just remove every single word curse over our region, and we thank you that this region is known for revival and for reformation and awakening. Father, we thank you that, you're the, 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 that our name has been changed to a place of power and a place of presence, not a place of potholes and promiscuity, but a place of power and a place of presence. And Father, we thank you that our name has been changed. This region has been, the name has been changed over this region from poverty to power. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that the, the bones are coming together. The bones are coming together. The bones are coming together. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, we thank you that every church is going to be lit on fire by your presence. Every pastor is going to be lit on fire by your presence. Father, we thank you that Catholics and, and Nazarene and, and Church of God and Church of God in Christ and, and Baptist and Southern Baptist and Missionary Baptist, God, everybody that's part of your family is going to be set on fire by the Holy Ghost. Father, a fire that cannot be quenched by, uh, by men and by women who want to control and manipulate the flow of God. Father, we stop them in their tracks right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you that this region moves forward into power and into prosperity in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. No political leader has power, power or authority over this region. You do. And we declare your word, your report over this land 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a second. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Let's show the announcements and I need to move forward. Good morning, TGP. My name's Alexis. Today is Sunday, March 21st, and these are your morning announcements. If this is your first time to TGP, we would like to say welcome, and we are so glad that you're here. To learn more about our church, text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. We would love the opportunity to connect with you. Just a reminder, we do not have midweek service this week, and we will return in April. Open Heavens Regional is a special gathering with Pastor John, and it will be held this Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. right here at the church. Save the date and make plans to join us. Revival Weekend is a set-apart moment in which hungry believers gather to push, press in, and contend. And this is what we are called to do, post-revival. We hope that each of you can join us. Put these dates in your calendar right now and make plans to join us. April 23rd through 25th, we will have special guest Joshua Fowler. And May 21st and 22nd, we will have Lydia Morrow. Easter is only two weeks away. Would you consider inviting someone to church? We believe that God is going to use Easter weekend to touch so many lives. Make a list of your family and friends and invite them to church and let's watch God move in their lives. Open Heavens is only three months away. Let's begin praying over this conference right now because God is going to do so many amazing things. The dates are June 24th through the 27th, and in the next few weeks, we're going to be assembling our serve team. This is a great opportunity to not only serve the Lord, but to watch the power of God move and impact many lives. Attention, if you are new to TGP or have never attended our new members class, join Pastors John and Jeff next Sunday immediately following service. This class is one hour long and will assist you in getting plugged in here at TGP. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week on our website at www.tgp.church and on Facebook and Instagram at TGP Mid-County. Good morning. Thank you, Alexis, for that. Amen. There's a lot going on here at TGP, and we want you to get involved in what God is doing. Amen. We want to welcome you here. If this is your first time, God bless you. I believe revival is in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we're going to continue moving forward. Thank you for allowing me to flow in the spirit for a moment today. Um, I've got a word I'm going to share with you. And I've uh, been here probably, I guess, since about 8 o'clock and just asking the Lord what he wants to say. And uh, and so I hopefully this word will bless you. Before we move on, I do want to encourage you to uh, give. Uh, this morning, there's offering envelopes available. Brother Scott has them. Uh, if you need one, just lift your hand. He'll give you an offering envelope. You can also text to give. Uh, we're going to... Uh, 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 make giving this year a priority amen giving of our finances our time our treasure um our giving in prayer giving in worship we're going to be aggressive we're going to be um um, not afraid to move forward in our giving amen so you need offering envelope scott has those just raise your hand he'll give you one of those thank you brother scott and i want to just just say this again that um giving is a an opportunity of worship it's 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 to it's worship and so um even during praise and worship, if you feel if you feel led to give, just drop it up here. You, we don't have to have a a moment in the service where we stop everything to, to give. We you can just drop it up here. You can drop it in the back. Uh, we are going to mention it um, on Sundays, but uh, we're not. That's not our focus. 
it's part of worship. And so I just want you to remember to, to remember that. And um, and God, of course, God always blesses those that give and blesses those that cannot give. Amen. Amen. I think religious spirits have always told people that if you don't give, you're not going to receive from the Lord. No, no. The, he's a faithful God. He's a loving father. He loves you. And it's his good pleasure to bless you. Amen. Amen. Um, we're going to show a couple of videos this morning, and, um, and then I'm going to uh, come and, and preach a little a minute or two, um, and uh, I don't know what the title of our message is today, but uh, we're just going to, um, yeah, I do. It's called A Company of Contenders, and we're going to talk about contending for the prophetic word over your life, contending for a move of the Spirit, contending. You know, God has God wants us to be fighters and lovers. He wants us to be fighters and lovers. We, and, and a lot of times we just, we're just lovers and we want to just love on Jesus. But there's seasons where he says it's time to fight and it's time to war and it's time to get up and do something. And that's the season we're in right now where God is saying it's time to contend for what I'm doing in this nation and in our region, in, our li- in your life, and in this church. Amen? Amen. Well, let's, let's, this first video you're going to watch happened, uh, I think, last week. Um, in Tomball at Jones Place. And this is Apostle Jane Hammond giving us, and I say giving us a word because uh, it's for us. Amen. If I receive a word, then you receive a word. Amen. And so let's watch this video from Jane Hammond. He's here. Just stretch your hands out. Father, I bless my friend right now. And I thank you. The Lord just says, son, I want you to understand that I'm bringing you into a season of increase. I'm bringing you into a season of expansion. And the Lord says, son, that means I'm expanding your vision and I'm expanding your provision for the vision, says the Lord. I'm going to expand the property. I'm going to expand the facility. I'm going to expand all that is needed in the way of resources from finances to people to the things that you need because the Lord says even over this last year I've downloaded some things into your heart and I've begun to un- cause you to understand uh, the, the largeness of the vision that I'm bringing you into and I've delivered you from small mindedness and the Lord says son I want you to know that uh, that I'm going to use you as the point of the spear to bring breakthrough for your whole region says the spirit of the Lord and the Lord says son you've got a you've got a, a, a the heart of, of David you've got a heart of boldness and yet a heart of humility and I've looked and I've looked for somebody just like you to do this particular mission that I'm sending you on so know that all of heaven is backing you as you step out all of heaven is co-signing with you says the Lord as you step into this new day a day of expansion a day of increase a day of blessing and revival declares the spirit of the Lord Father we bless him and thank you for that in Jesus name He's here just yeah, Let's rewind that and play it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to hear it again. A season of He's here. Just stretch your hand out. Father, I bless my friend right now. And I thank you. The Lord just says, son, I want you to understand that I'm bringing you into a season of increase. 
I'm bringing you into a season of expansion. And the Lord says, son, that means I'm expanding your vision and I'm expanding your provision for the vision, says the Lord. I'm going to expand the property. I'm going to expand the facility. I'm going to expand all that is needed in the way of resources from finances to people to the things that you need. Because the Lord says, even over this last year, I've downloaded some things into your heart and I've begun to cause you to understand uh, the, the largeness of the vision that I'm bringing you into and I've delivered you from small mindedness and the Lord says son I want you to know that uh, that I'm going to use you as the point of the spear to bring breakthrough for your whole region says the spirit of the Lord and the Lord says son you've got a you've got a, a, a the heart of, of David you've got a heart of boldness and yet a heart of humility and I've looked and I've looked for somebody just like you to do this particular mission that I'm sending you on so know that all of heaven is backing you as you step out all of heaven is co-signing with you says the Lord as you step into this new day a day of expansion a day of increase a day of blessing and revival declares the spirit of the Lord father we bless him amen thank you Jesus day of expansion and revival amen man we say yes to that and then um, that was Jane Hammond, and uh, we hope to have her in September here uh, for our women's conference. And then this next video we're going to show, let me just preface by starting off by saying this. Um, I registered for a conference um, that, that was an online conference, like what I did in, in January. Um, and this was called Hunger 2021. And I guess apparently when you registered, your name was put in a hat to uh, uh, win um, some merchandise from this next speaker. And, of course, I didn't have a clue. I just registered. And so I get an email Friday afternoon about 2.30 and said, Hey, John, um, <clears throat> you were one of the finalists selected. You won some stuff. And, I, okay. And she said, the email says, be ready to, to receive a phone call at 11 o'clock Saturday morning. I said, okay, well, here's my number if you didn't have it. And um, and so, uh, well, the next thing I know, I'm taking a shower and my phone starts ringing. I said, oh, Lord, let me go see who this is. And it's from um, Cedar uh, Hill, Texas. I said, okay, that's that's them, and so I pick up the phone, and it's the secretary of Cindy Jacobs, and um, she says, "You've been chosen to, you're the one that won." I said, "Okay, what did I win?" I'm thinking maybe it's a book or something, and of course, it's you'll see in the video here, it's a whole bunch of stuff, and and if you don't know, who who does not know who Cindy Jacobs is? Okay, Cindy Jacobs is a prophetic uh, voice, uh, uh, intercession, um, prophetic person who is really, really powerful. And I want to encourage you, if you don't have her books, you need to get it. I'll have a whole host of them here in a few days. And she's a, she has um, a website as Generals um, of Intercession, is that what it's called? Uh, Internet, General International, something like that. But you can go to her website, generals.org, and you see all of her stuff. And she prophesies, uh, she prophesies about President Trump and a whole bunch of different things. And uh, her, her, her prophecies, a lot of my friends have been prophesied um, to by her and uh, the Fowlers have been, in fact, Cindy Jacobs prophesied over the Fowlers that they would have a, a property and have a barn and a ranch and this, that, and the other. And they just had that hat that just took place in January. We were with them when they signed the documents. And um, it was just, just awesome to see what God does. God's word never fails. Amen. Amen. So if you, well, the Bible says, if you believe the prophet, you will prosper. Amen. So we believe the prophetic word of the Lord. This is the prophetic word of the Lord. Amen. If you believe it, you will prosper. And so 
Um, list, and also the Bible says that um, that God reveals his secrets to the prophets. And so all of us, all of us are prophetic. Some sit in the office, others do not, but all of us can hear the word of the Lord. And if and we'll go into this in a moment, but the Lord in this season is unveiling um, uh, mysteries of the heavenly realm. And if you'll keep your eyes open and ears open and be ready to receive from the Lord, the Lord will speak to you in unusual ways. And we're coming into a season where we're crossing over into a place where uh, you're going to begin to see unusual outpourings of God take place in your life, in your life. And so be prepared for that. So let's roll this video from yesterday, uh, Cindy Jacobs. Amen. Thank you, Cheon. That was just wonderful. You know, I, he is just a man that's seen so many manifestations and changes and preached all over the world. And now we have an exciting time. We have someone, I think, waiting on the phone, and he was one that put in for the giveaway this morning of product, and it's John Ortiz, right? John, are you there? Can you hear him, guys? I can hear you. Yes, ma'am. Well, great. Well, welcome to Hunger. Thank you so much. I've been enjoying every minute of it. Thank you. Well, we have some goodies here. A certain lady wrote a few books, and we're going to send you those books. I'm so excited. This is great. Yeah. Plus, not only are we sending you, we're sending you Possessing the Gates, um, Power of Persistent Prayer, Supernatural Life, Voice of God. We're sending you our whole mentoring series, and we're also sending you our whole school of spiritual warfare. So awesome. So, uh, John, how did you hear about this conference? Well, I went to your website to see about possibly bringing you to my church, and I um, uh, just saw it on the, on the header there, and so I just registered and said, i got to be a part of this, and so here we are. Where do you pastor, John? I'm in, I pastor the Gathering Place in Fort Natchez, Texas, which is uh, near Beaumont. The gathering place near Port, near Beaumont. Yeah, well, Mike, my husband was born in Port Arthur. Wow, cool. <laughs> so we know that place a little bit. And this was chosen at random. Yeah, this was chosen at random. In fact, uh, Mike, when he was little, would go play by the Intercoastal Canal, and uh, he almost fell in, but his brother rescued him. <laughs> oh, your brother nearly fell in. And you rescued your brother? Oh, another cousin. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> well, let me just pray over you. Um, this is what the Lord shows me for you, John, is that really you are very hungry. Wow. And I see that, that God is going to use you like a spark, like a fire starter to bring a move. I mean, I know there's other wonderful churches in the area and, and they're going to be touched too, but the Lord just shows me that God is going to give you a whole team of a young revivalist and young men and women, young adults, high schoolers or whatever, and that you're going to see a classic Jesus people movement. And it's going to, oh, wow. it's going to break out and, uh, uh, 
uh, Beaumont, Port Arthur, and what's the third area? Orange? Orange. Yes, ma'am. And I see that triangle. And I see that triangle as a threefold cord that none can break. And I also see, John, that you have a prophetic side yourself, but uh, I see an increase of miracles and signs and wonders uh, that's going to really touch the community. And it's even going to hit the local newspapers. And God is going to advertise himself. People are going to come from other places, even around the world, to experience what God is doing. Wow. Wow. Is that your heart? Oh, that's so my heart. Absolutely. Amen. Well, it's going to happen. And uh, I, we've recorded this, so I'm sure they'll be able to get you the prophecy. And uh, just bless you. Bless the, your church, uh, uh, the gathering, and just bless, bless everyone in your congregation. And tell them, get ready for some fire of God and to be burning ones. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all so much. Oh, God bless you, John. Bless you guys. Okay, bye-bye. Cool? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm ready. I said, I'm ready. And so is the Spirit of the Lord. So, Woo! I'm so excited for what God's going to do. It's cool when people, when stuff's just unscripted, amen? And uh, like she said, that was completely, we, that was unplanned. I don't, I've never met them, and they've never met me. And um, <clears throat> we've been on, I don't think we've even been on any kind of Facebook Lives together either. And so, that's pretty cool. So I do want to encourage you, like she just said, if we're, we're fire sparks, amen? Fire starters, and so this that's why we have, this Friday night, Open Heavens Regional, that's for our region. It's for, we're going to pray and prophesy. Uh, we we'll probably won't even preach. And that's is why, again, we have Revival Weekend. We try to do it every month. And so we're bringing in people in April and May who have uh, that spirit of revival on them. Um, you, know, you guys all know the Fowlers. They will be here the 23rd through the 25th. And so and then Lydia Stanley is from the Bay of the Holy Spirit Revival. <clears throat> that happened a couple years ago. She's going to be here. So we're bringing in people who carry revival. Amen. We're not, we're just not being, we're, just, we're, we're intentionally bringing these people in <clears throat> to leave a deposit here. And we're being very cautious who we bring in this year. We're not just bringing in people to bring in people. We don't have time for that. This is not, we're serious about revival and awakening. Amen. Amen. And so I do want to mention one other thing, open heavens. Um, it's going to be a powerful weekend. Also, the speaker, our speakers are Paul and Kim Owens they're from Fresh Start Church who have been in revival for six years in, in Arizona, in Peoria, Arizona. And so they're going to be with us. And then they're also going to be in, in our area April the 15th and 16th at Grace Church <clears throat> in Vider. So we want to encourage you to be a part of those services. It's going to be powerful. And then, of course, Paige, uh, Paige who comes to our church, it's having a ladies gathering that Saturday, the 17th, with Susan Richardson. So you want to be a part of that. It's going to be a good day in the Lord. Amen? Amen. I want to, <clears throat> excuse me, go to Numbers chapter 13 for a moment. And I'm probably not going to be able to finish this, but it's okay. Numbers 13, and I've preached out of this before, but the Lord dropped this new thing into my spirit. And we've been talking about <clears throat> enemies of advancement. <clears throat> 
And I want to uh, look at this in a different um, light today. Numbers 13, and we know the story. Those that don't, this is where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where, where Moses um, sends out the spies and he calls out uh, Joshua and uh, Caleb to go with other, some other men, some leaders to spy out the land. And of course, let's look at um, verse 17. And then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, go up this way into the south and go up to mountains and see what the land is like, whether it be whether the people who dwell in are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not, be of good cheer and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grape. So they went up, spied out the land, uh, and they went up through the south and lists all that kind of good stuff. First number 23. And they also brought some of the pomegranates and figs, verse 24, and the place was called the Valley of Eskal because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they, they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Everybody say 40 days. And now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they brought back word to them and to the entire congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They, get, now they have proof of how wonderful it is. And <clears throat> it says, we went to the land where, they, where you sent us, and it truly flows with milk and honey, but and this is the proof. Nevertheless, there are people who dwell in the land. They're strong, the cities are fortified, and they're large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there, and the Amalekites dwell there, and the Jebutites and Hittites and the Amorites, all these ites live there. And then Caleb quieted the people before Moses in verse 30 and said, Let's go up at once and take possession, for we are able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We're not able to go up against these people. For they're stronger than we are. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out, saying the land through which we have gone uh, as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants <clears throat> and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. So we were talking about enemies of advancement. And notice here, we understood that last week, Sanballat's name was enemy in secret. And now we see in Numbers 13, enemies in secret. They all go on the same direction, all doing the same thing. They all saw the same thing, but they had an evil report. Uh, Caleb says, hey, guys, we can do this. And all these homies, all his friends, all his partners are supposed to go with him, supposed to deliver the word of the Lord, the correct word of the Lord, but no, now they're intimidated and they're afraid to move forward. And so they say, we can't do this because we see ourselves as grasshoppers, so they see us as grasshoppers. How sad, because that very day, they could have experienced breakthrough, they could have crossed over into their promise, but no, they, they, they decided today wasn't the day. Enemies in secret, enemies of advancement. Caleb said, we're ready to advance. These homies were like, I don't think so. You got to discern who's with you. You got to know who's fighting with you. You got to know who you're warring with, whether they're strong or they're weak. You got to know when it's time to go and when it's time to hide. This is a season of going 
not hiding. These jokers wanted to hide out, and then they want to go ahead and complain when they could have entered into the promise. And so then we got a lot of Christians today that do the exact same thing. When God is inviting them to move forward, to come up higher, they want to sit and complain, why is everybody always picking on me? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Well, the Lord's wanting you to step out. He wants you to step out and move forward. And, and, and what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? Some of you need to start a business. What are you waiting on? Some of you need to, need to step out in ministry. What are you waiting on? I'm giving you the word of the Lord. Today, the Lord says it's time to go. It's time to launch forward, move forward. Amen. And so we see these guys and they could have, they could have embraced the new, but they didn't want to go into the new season that God had for them. Let's not be like those guys. Amen. A company of contenders. So the Lord says to me last week <clears throat> that he's raising up in this hour a company of people who will fight. And so the word contend means to fight for. And we see in Jude chapter 1 verse 3, I'm going to read it to you. You don't have to turn there. You can just write it down. Jude 1 and 3 says this. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. Now, what he's saying here is this. He's saying, I, I want you to earnestly contend for the, the, the true word of God. Not this weird, deceptive, um, newfound teaching that, that is out there today. I want you to earnestly contend for the word of God. Earn the, 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 the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Verse four says, for certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the Lord. Um, the, the passion says this, dear loved friend, I was fully intending to write to you about our amazing salvation, which we all participate in, but felt the need to instead to challenge you to vigorously defend and contend for the beliefs that we cherish. For God through the apostles has once for all entrusted these truths to his believers. And so I want to encourage us as we move into this uh, new thing, I've been accused many times from, from preachers in this region that I'm um, a false apostle and I'm a part of, these weird um, NAR movements, and if you don't know what NAR is, that's fine, but it just stands for New Apostolic Reformation, and, and it's not even anything. All it is is a bunch of revival guys coming together talking, and they've come against that group, which is not, it's not even really a group, honestly. But I've been accused of all that from these different people. But hey, you know what? If I'm going I'm to be accused of wanting revival. Hey, what's wrong with that, right? And so, um, and so there's a fight on the inside of me to move forward. There's a fight. There's a contending on the inside of me to obtain something fresh from the Lord. And so I don't allow resistance to stop me. I don't allow words to stop me. I've, I just break through that mess. And God is calling all of us to move, to break through the words that people have spoken about us, against us, things that do not agree with our spirit. It's just time to break through the mess. And so I want to encourage this house to, to contend earnestly 
for the faith. Contend earnestly for the word of God. And to make sure that everything we do is, is based upon this. To contend earnestly. To, to make sure that what we're preaching is backed up by the word of God. Because what happens in revival is we get, we get things from the Lord and, and we get things that sometimes are not supposed to be shared and sometimes they're just for us, but we deliver it anyway. And we want to make sure that we keep this pulpit and when we stand behind this sacred desk, we're speaking on behalf of the Lord and that our words matter and our words have to be backed up by the word of God. Every prophetic word must be backed up by scripture. And so we want to be contenders of the faith, for the faith. We want to make sure that what we're saying is backed up by the word. Amen. And so we want to make sure that when, when, the pouring, that when, the, when God decides to completely pour out heaven in this room, and when we have lines of people trying to get in this place, that what we're speaking is the word of the Lord. Because we don't want to lead anyone astray. We want to make sure that what we're saying is scriptural. Amen? Amen. Now, let's, let's go a different direction. So the first point is make sure we're scriptural. Amen. Number two, Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 through 31. I had a problem a few years ago about the word content. Because I believe, you know, we're, we're children of God and, and we don't have to strive. You know, God has already done all the striving. Jesus has already done all the striving. He, he's, he's paid the price. Um, but there was a season where you enter into where you're called to fight. And, and even in this season as, as Christian nation, as in as Christian individuals, we have to fight for what we believe in. Joe Biden wants to change history. Joe Biden wants to, wants abortions and Joe Biden wants all this stuff. But as Christians, we've got to stand up and contend for what we know is true based upon the word of God. Not opinions, but the word of God. And what I just said about Mr. Biden is true. It's factual. Okay. And so we got to make sure that we're content, that we're in intercession, that we're decreeing a thing because it becomes established, that we, that we pray against abortion. Hallelujah. That this nation will ban it completely in the name of Jesus. Come on. Because this is, we are a Christian nation. Amen. And so we, we want we wanted to live by Christian principles, but we have to contend. And I think that may be why President Trump may, may not, maybe God was saying, this is not a prophetic word, but maybe God is saying, I need, I need my warrior bride to stand. Maybe, he, maybe the Lord wants us to, I don't know, wake up and arise and, 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 and really, really, maybe, maybe if, we, if he would have gotten another term, maybe we would have been lazy a little bit. I don't know. All I'm saying is we got to wake up. We got to wake up and we got to declare the word of the Lord and say, you know what? I'm not going to leave here till you bless me until you bless my family, till you bless my, my, my business, my church, my ministry, whatever it is. I'm not like Jacob. I'm not going to leave here until you bless me. Let's look at Genesis chapter 32. Everybody good. Genesis 32 verses 22 through 31. And he rose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons, and he crossed over the ford of the Jabbok, and he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over what he had had. And Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. And now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, uh, he touched the socket of his hip. 
and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you need to know my name? And he blessed him there. And so Jacob called the name of that place uh, Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And just as he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. So this scripture, when I was 18 years old, rocked my world. I, I, I said, God, give me that moment where you completely, I, I encounter you face to face, and I leave with the limp. I leave in, in my life, everyone notices that there's a difference, that there's something that's changed, that, that my limp represents your encounter. You see, brokenness not always represents brokenness. Sometimes it represents an encounter with God. And see, an encounter with God just means that I've been face to face with the power and presence, the glory of God, and you can't leave the same way. Moses came off the mountain glowing, radiant with the glory of God. And that's the same thing God wants to do for you. He wants you radiant and full of glory, full of presence, full of power. He wants to encounter you in such a way that completely changes your entire appearance. If you're fat now, he can make you skinny. <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just believing God to, to, to just help me. <laughs> but my point is that he can totally change your life. Totally change everything about you. That's how power, he created us, right? He creates, so he can change everything about us. If we submit to his will and to his way. And so God is saying in this season, it's a season to crossover. It's a season of divine pursuit. It's a season of pushing through, breaking through and out of old mindsets, old places, and into the new that Father God has for us. And we can't do that until we have an encounter with the Lord. A fresh encounter. My new book is called Fresh Encounter. Fresh encounter. God is saying, I want to encounter, I want a face-to-face encounter with you. He's saying that, so your response should be, bring it on. Bring it on. Because God wants to speak with you. Not just because I'm a preacher. He wants to speak to you and give you direction and give you insight about your life. He wants to bless you. He wants to help you. He wants to move you, your life forward. Luke chapter 8. Everybody good? Luke 8 says this. We're going to Luke 8. We're going to begin with verse 1, and I'm going to just talk for a minute, and then we're going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. 
Verse 1 says, Soon afterward, Jesus began a ministry tour throughout the country, visiting cities and villages to announce the wonderful news of God's kingdom. Aren't you glad that God's kingdom has wonderful news? Not fake news, wonderful news. Amen. And his 12 disciples traveled with him, as did a number of women. And notice that all you ladies need to take your holy highlighter and just highlight a number of women who had been healed of many illnesses and set free from demonic power. And one of the women was Mary, who was from the village of Magdala, for which Jesus had cast out seven demons. And among, and among the women were Susanna, Joanna, who managed King Herod's household, and many other women who supported Jesus. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad, glad about ladies? Ladies, we're thankful for you. Amen. See, even Jesus had ladies with him, helping him, pushing him forward, ministering. Amen. I hate preachers that want to say women can't minister. You're sexist and you're, you should be thrown out of ministry. Amen. And so even Jesus had women around him. Glory to God. And, and, and they, they sown their, their personal finance and they traveled with him. And then it says massive crowds gathered from many towns to hear Jesus. And he taught them using metaphors and parables such as this. Verse 5. A farmer went out to sow seeds for a harvest. As he scattered his seeds, some of them fell on the hard pathway and were quickly trampled down and unable to grow and became nothing but bird seed. Some fell on the gravel, though they sprouted, they couldn't take root. It withered for lack of moisture. Other seeds fell where there was nothing but weeds. They, too, were unable to grow to full maturity, for the weeds choked them out. And yet some of the seeds fell into good fertile soil, and they grew and flourished until they produced more than a hundredfold harvest, a bumper crop. And then Jesus added, shouting out to all who could hear, listen with your heart and you will understand. Now, let's, these, this, this is a parable. Jesus is speaking uh, just a parable to, these, to the crowd. And what he's talking about is different levels of understanding, different levels of thinking. And he's saying here, some of you, are um, people that uh, you're the seed that have fell on the hard pathway and you were quickly trampled on and unable to grow and became nothing but bird seed. Then he says some fell on the gravel and they sprouted, but they couldn't take root because it lacked moisture. And then he said other seeds fell where there was nothing but weeds. They were unable to grow to full maturity for the weeds choked them out. Yet some fell on good soil. There's different levels here, and God is saying, which level are you on? Are you on the level that uh, lacks moisture? Are you on the level that are, you're unable to grow to full maturity because you keep the weeds of the world keep choking you out? What level are you on? He says, listen with your heart. Sometimes we've got to quit listening with our heads and listen with our heart. A lot of times we don't understand what the pastor is saying because we're trying to figure it out with our intellect instead of letting the Spirit of God uh, let it let him impart it into you through your heart. In verse 9, later his disciples came to him privately and asked him what deeper meaning they could find in this parable. And he said, you have been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. But to those without a listening heart, my words are just merely stories. And even though they have eyes, they are blind to the true meaning of what I say. And even though they listen, they won't receive full revelation. And that's a lot of the problem in today's church, ladies and gentlemen, is that, is that we, are, we, we have eyes, but we're blind to the true meaning of what Jesus is saying. And even though they listen, 
They don't receive the full revelation. Why? Because it's stuck here. When God wants the word to go deep into your spirit. And then verse 11, here then is a deeper meaning to my parable. The word of God is the seed that is sown into hearts. The hard pathway represents the hard hearts of, of those who hear the word of God, but the slanderer quickly snatches away what was sown in their hearts to keep them from believing and experiencing salvation, freedom. The seeds falling on gravel represents those who initially responded to the word with joy, but soon afterward they left the church. They walked out these doors. When a season of difficulty and harassment of the enemy comes to them, they wither and fall away, for they have no root in the truth, and their faith is temporary. Uh-oh. What do we need to have root in? The word of God. You can't fight the enemy if you don't know the word. <laughs> Amen. It said in verse 14, and the seeds that fall into the, into the weeds represents the hearts of those who hear the word of God, but their growth is quickly choked off by their own anxious cares, the riches of this world, and the fleeting pleasures of this life. This is why they never become mature and fruitful. The seed that fell into good ground, fertile soil, represents those lovers of truth who hear it deep within their hearts, and they respond by clinging to the word keeping it dear as they endure all things in faith. This is the seed that will one day bear much fruit in their lives. Hallelujah. I want to go down into verse 22. I'm going to wrap up here in a minute. Hang tight. Okay. Verse 22. This is, of course, we know the story. Jesus is, is, is trying to get to the other side, trying to cross over, right? And it says this, when Jesus said to his disciples, let's get into a boat and, and go across to the other side of the lake. So they all set sail, and then Jesus fell asleep. But a fierce wind arose and uh, became a violent squall that threatened the, to swamp their boat. Alarmed, the disciples woke up Jesus and said, Master, Master, we're sinking. Don't you care that we're going to drown? And with great authority, Jesus rebuked the howling wind and surging waves and instantly they became calm, and Jesus said to them, Why are you fearful? Have you lost your faith in me? In shock, they said with amazement to one another, Who is this man who has authority over the winds and waves that they obey him? Now let's talk about that for a minute. Jesus already knew that there was going to be a thunderstorm. All it was was just a, one of the southeast Texas thunderstorms. Jesus knew that there was going to be howling winds, and it was going to get crazy. He knew that. He said, I'm just going to go to sleep because, the boys got it. They, they understand. They have authority. They got, they, have, they got this. But what happened? Ang they became anxious. They became, they became fearful, and they had to wake up Jesus. And what did Jesus say? Why are you waking me up? Huh. I mean, okay. So Jesus had to step in and take care of the problem. These guys were on an assignment to do what? Go, go uh, set a man free from demonic possession and what happens is a storm a demonic storm comes into the middle of the of the of the um where they were on the boat and um tries to what detour distract and get them off of focus get them get them off of their assigned assignment and 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 thankfully they woke jesus up because they weren't ready to to deal with uh, that type of resistance and oppression. But let's look at verse 26. And it says this, as soon as they stepped 
ashore on the eastern side of the lake and the land of the Gerasenes, the disciples were confronted by a demon-possessed madman from a nearby town. Many times he'd been, he'd been put under guard and bound with chains, but the many demons inside him repeatedly thrown him into convulsions, breaking his shackles and driving him out of town into the countryside. And he had been demonized for a long time and was living naked in a cemetery among the tombs. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and he screamed out, What are you do, doing here? You are Jesus, the Son of the Most High God. And Jesus commanded the demons to come out of him, and they shouted, We beg you, don't torture us. And Jesus asked the man, What is your name? And mob, the demons answered, We are a mob, for there are many of us here in this man. We beg you, don't banish us into the abyss. And on the hillside nearby there was a large herd of pigs, and the demons pleaded with Jesus, Let us go into the pigs. And Jesus ordered all the mob of demons to come out of the man and enter the pigs, and the crazed herd of swine stampeded over the cliff into the lake, and all of them drowned. Now, when the herders tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off in fear and reported to the nearby town and throughout the countryside. And the people of the region came out to see for themselves what had happened. And when they came to where Jesus was, they discovered this madman was totally set free. Notice that this situation drew the region. Drew the region, and this one man was the example, and they saw him totally and set free. And it was clothed, he was speaking intelligently, and sitting at the feet of Jesus. They were shocked, and then eyewitnesses to the miracle reported all they had seen and how Jesus completely delivered the demonized man from his torment. And after hearing about such amazing power, the townspeople became frightened, and soon all the people of the region and the surrounding country pleaded with Jesus to leave them, for they were gripped with fear. So Jesus got into the boat, intending to return, but the man who had been set free begged Jesus over and over not to leave, saying, let me be with you. And Jesus sent him away with these instructions. Return to your home and to your family and tell them all the wonderful things God has done for you. So the man went back and preached to everyone who would listen about the amazing miracle Jesus had worked in his life. The region rejected the move of God. Do you see that? The region rejected what, what, what the Spirit of the Lord was trying to do. But thank, thankfully, this man didn't let the resistance stop him. Thankfully, this man, what the word said, he went throughout the entire town preaching the kingdom of God, the goodness of God. We're talking about a company of contenders. This man was a contender. He said, I'm not going to let I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue forward. I'm going to push. I'm going to pursue. And we're going to see uh, what God does. Now, moving right along, I want to look at, um, I am going to finish this today. So just hang out with me for a minute. I want to show you another person in the same chapter, verse 43. Jesus is on the way to Jairus' house. And I've taught on that before. Uh, but verse number 43, in the crowd that day, there was a woman who had suffered greatly for 12 years from bleeding. And even though she had spent all that she had on healers, she was still suffering. Pressing in through the crowd, she came up behind Jesus and touched the fringe of his garment. And instantly the bleeding stopped and she was healed. And Jesus suddenly stopped and said, someone touched me. Who was it? And they all denied. And Peter pointed out, master, everyone is touching you, trying to get close to you. The crowds are so thick. We can't walk through all these people without being jostled. And Jesus replied, yes, but I felt power surge through me. Someone touched me to be healed, and they received their healing. 
And verse 47 says, when the woman realized she couldn't hide any longer, she came and fell trembling at Jesus' feet. Before the entire crowd, she declared, I was desperate to touch you, Jesus, for I knew if it, I could just touch even the fringe of your garment, I would be healed. And Jesus says, beloved daughter, your faith in me released your healing. You may go with my peace. You may go with my peace. And so this woman was contending for her healing. And finally, she got up. She paid all the money she had to all these doctors, all these people. She did what she had to do, what she thought she had to do. And then one day she wakes up. She hears that revival's breaking out in, in, her, in the streets of her town. She goes and visits with the reviver, Jesus, and all she has to do is touch the fringe of his garment, and she's made whole. Because when the reviver comes to town, everything changes. Everything has to bow its knee when Jesus, the power of God, comes into a community. Bars have to shut down. Hospitals have to close. Why? Because the power of God is so strong and so thick that everybody is getting healed, saved, touched. Freedom is being released into the community. The Bible says that when um, uh, there's peace, when there's uh, godly leadership, that there's peace in the streets of the cities. And so God, when, when, when the reviver comes to town, things begin to change. Stand with me. The last few Sundays we've been talking about the series was called When the Reviver Comes to Town. When Jesus showed up into this moment, everything changed in their life. It didn't matter how hard the devil was fighting. It didn't matter uh, the resistance. It didn't matter what someone said, what they didn't do. What, it didn't matter anymore because when Jesus walked in, it changed everything. So Jesus, walk into this place right now. Walk into this room right now and begin to change some things. Change some hearts. Change some minds. Father, heal some bodies. Break some chains. We thank you for fresh encounters today. We thank you for fresh outpouring of your presence and power over each person in this room we thank you that every demonic assignment is already broken and we thank you that we can move forward and that all of heaven backs us up all of heaven backs us up because you have chosen us you've chosen us to carry your presence, to carry your glory, to go where no one has gone before, to be pioneers, to do this new thing, to walk in revival, to walk in your presence and power, to walk in your glory. When nobody else wants to, we will. We'll follow the cloud. We'll follow the cloud. We'll go, we'll do, we'll say, Because you're worthy of it all, Father. You, your heart is, is you love people. You put us on this earth to win souls and to release heaven over them. That is our mandate. That's our assignment. 
to lay hands on the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, and to deliver the, the kingdom, to deliver the good news of the kingdom. Love, joy, peace, self-control, a, a controlled mindset. Father, we thank you today that you are, you are, are, are touching every single person in this room. I, and I, I just see the spirit of the Lord. He's just walking down every aisle and touching you right now. Touching you. Don't see it in your mind. See it through your heart. Get out of your head and get into your heart. See Jesus touching you right where you are. See Jesus touching you right where you are. See his hands. See his hands. See his feet. See his arms. See him coming towards you. Coming towards you. And he wants to encounter you. Face to face. Face to face. Face to face. A fresh encounter with the living God. Come on, let him touch you. Let him touch you. Well, Pastor, it's past noon. I'm hungry. Let him. Who cares? Who cares? That's the problem. Who cares about the time? Let him touch you. Let him touch you. Let him touch you. Let him. He wants to be close to you. He wants to love on you. Come on, let him refresh you. You need it. You need it. Come on, we just receive right now. We would just receive that fresh touch from you, Father. Touch us, Father. Come on, touch us, Father. Touch us, Father. Come on, we, we thank you. We thank you for the fresh touch, a fresh anointing. Come on, just receive it. Stretch out your hands. Just begin to receive it. Come on, guys. Receive, we receive it today. A fresh touch. Come on, we receive it. We're not going to be resistant, Father. We're not going to be resistant to what you want to do. No, no, we're going to be open arms and we're ready to receive. Open arms, Father, open arms. Whatever you want, whatever you want in my life, in this church, Father, we say, go ahead. Come on, just tell them right there where you are. Just say, Father, just go ahead. Do what you want to do. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Bring it on. Bring it on, God. Go ahead, God. Fill me afresh. Fill me anew. Fill me with the fresh baptism of your spirit. Fill me with a new tongue. Fill me with a new song. Fill me, Father. I don't want to be a dry river. I want to be a person who has... The, the, your power that you're flowing through a flowing river. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Refreshing. Refresh us. Not going back, moving forward. Not going back, moving forward. Not going back. We will be revivalists. We will be Miracle workers will be healers because you have given us this. We will go and set people free by your power, by your authority, because of your blood. We will lay hands on the sick. We will remove poverty. We will replace it with the richness of your presence and your power. Father, we will, we will take authority over atmospheres. 
We will take authority over over atmospheres and weather situations. And Father, because, because you've given us this power, we will not be spineless, we will not be weak, but we will be warriors. Warriors. We will be contenders. A company of contenders who will not stop until we see everything that you want for our families, for our region, for our churches and businesses. Father, I thank you right now for healing families right now. Healing families. For for Lord, for, for saving the prodigal, for drawing the prodigal home. We thank you that for household salvations, household revival, has household just an outbreak of your just families in revival families in revival and I, and I hate to do this but I just can't just, I just feel like the Lord says to get ready to get ready to get ready you've seen a lot you've gone through a lot in the previous seasons but the Lord says daughter I'm I've prepared you you've gone through the process of preparation. And the Lord says, get ready for the launching. Get ready for the launching. Get ready for the launching. God says, you've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've done things that most folks wouldn't. And the Lord says, now watch me begin to work. Watch me begin to move. Watch me begin to do things. Even in your own family, you're going to begin to see some things shift and change. You've been contending. And the Lord says, now I'm going to contend for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I feel the glory of God just entering in this room right now. Well, there's an invasion taking place right now. There's an invasion taking place right now. Every, every demonic stronghold is defeated. Under our feet. Under our feet. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Family revival, family revival, family outpourings, families, families, families. The Lord says, watch what I'm going to do in your families. Watch what I'm going to do. Watch what I'm, you have prayed, you have sacrificed. Now watch me move, says the Lord. Watch me move, watch me move, watch me move. Watch, that means that you don't have to do anything. Just sit and watch me work. Thank you, Jesus. Put a guard over your lips, says the Spirit of the Lord. Speak what I want you to speak and hold on to what you don't need to say. Be careful because your words can choke out what I'm doing in your, in your family. Be cautious that you're not easily offended. Be cautious that you're not overly judgmental. Be careful. I want to save your family. But watch your mouth. Don't allow your mouth to delay what I'm doing in this season. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're gonna be, we're gonna stay attention. A tin hut was the word of the Lord. A tin hut. Stay focused, warrior. Stay focused, soldier. Stay focused. Agree with heaven. Agree with heaven.
Don't be the resistor. Agree with heaven. Follow the trail of the Holy Spirit. Keep your eyes open. Keep your feet moving. Watch what I'll do. Watch what I'll do. Be the light at work. Be the light at school. Be the light at the grocery store. Be the light at the traffic light. Be the light everywhere you go. You will begin to see transformation. You'll begin to see reformation as you live a life of sacrifice. As you die to yourself, you'll begin to see me rise up on the inside of you. And you'll, you'll have this boldness like you've never had before. If you will die to yourself. an important season that we've entered into very important lead forward don't lead backwards lead forward say this with me say I am called of God anointed with purpose destiny I am moving forward for such a time as this I will Declare the word of the Lord. I will see it come to pass in my lifetime. No more delay. I'm moving forward. Now give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight, today. Father, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. Love you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Carl Bean, you got something? Is it to be shared now or later? Y'all just stay standing for a minute. You just stay standing for a minute. Let him release this word, and then I'm going to pray. But stay, just stay open. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Magnify you. Peggy, I just feel like the Lord is 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 um since you came back and now from your trip, and I think I just really feel like something has shifted and changed. Um, and I, I just see the breaker going before you, breaking through some areas. And so um stay expectant. Stay expect don't let the enemy come in and with a spirit of defeat over you, but stay expectant and 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 Stay moving. Don't don't allow the enemy to cause you to, to move backwards. You're you're in a the Lord the Lord wants to move you ahead, and really ahead of uh, quite quite further ahead to to get a word of the Lord for some people in your life, and so you're going to see things and hear things, and you'll be able to um, release the word of the Lord to them, uh, and and craft it in a way that they'll understand it. trying to think how I could say this. 
I heard the Lord say earlier during our praise, do not let the land prophesy to you to be seized. Don't let the land seize you. Cause you, in other words, cause you to be quiet, not to say anything. But pastor just said a while ago that the cloud is moving. The Israelites during the time, the during the daytime, the cloud would move. And that was their sign that, Hey, it's time to rise up and get up and move. And in the nighttime, they were led by fire. So, and I also saw, too, like a big rope that ships get tied off with. But I saw it over a shoulder and over our region. Pastors with this rope on their shoulder and, and pulling. They were pulling. They were straining. They were and they were saying, church, come on. We got to move. We got to move. We got to go forward. We can't, we can't go back. And then God gave me this, this scripture in Philippians, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. Let me read this to you. It's so good. It says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, man, we got to grip. We got to press forward. We got to cut that rope. We got to seize that rope, get rid of that rope. So we as a region can move forward and press and, and be an easy foe for our body, our region, to press forward. All righty, did y'all get that? Amen. Amen. And I'll just say this. I've heard many pastors have told me, Carl, that um, that's the way they feel. And I've said it, and a lot, of my, a lot of guys that I'm with, a lot of my pastor friends have said the same thing. It's like we're trying to go, but there's so much resistance behind that nobody wants to move. And so... Thank you for that. Thank you. So just lift your hands. Father, I just thank you for each person here today. Father, I thank you, Father, for a special blessing upon each person. Father, I thank you that today was a new day, a day of day of, of victory into a new season. And Father, I thank you that as we leave today, Father, that your glory and your power and your presence, Father, is resting upon each one. And that this week, Father, we thank you for promotions. And this week, we thank you that for divine opportunities in this new divine pursuit. And just, God, we just release heaven over each person right now in this room. We thank you for a contending spirit that won't give up. That won't give up. That will not throw the towel in and say, I will never see what you've promised. But God, we're thankful that each person in this room will see their promises from, from God fulfilled in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for your angels all are encamped around each of us and our families, those that we love, our businesses, our jobs, our schools. We just declare that your protection, that your blood protects us, covers us in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen. We love. I wanted to just real quick, uh, 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 Angie and Jeff's wedding shower is next week, next Saturday 
at what time? One? Huh? Two o'clock. And so don't forget, it's going to be right here in the sanctuary. We're going to have a great time. And uh, thank you for, I know many of you probably have already bought things. Thank you for that. But we want to invite you to come to that next Saturday, two o'clock. All right. It's going to be fun. We, what? Are you needed? When Pastor was talking about tin hut, you know, when you, you tin hut, I kept hearing mark time, mark time, mark time. So I went back there to ask my brother. I said, tell me what mark time is because he's a military man. And and I kept seeing my, when you're in Western Airs or in the Huzzards, you would mark time. What's a Huzzard? Or mark time. It was, it was a drum and bugle corps that your cousin was in. Anyhow, and so I kept thinking, okay, Lord was saying, you know, he says prepare. Well, we're to mark time. We're to mark time. And like Lucas said, we mark time to get ready for that next command. Ah. Because when you're marking time, however way you want to do it, when you're there, you're still focused on attention. Yeah. You're still focused on what's coming. You're still focused that there's an enemy out there about to come for you. But you're marking time. And you're waiting for the, for the command. Man. Oh, wow. Wow. So we're just marking time. Come on. I don't like doing this, but when God says to tell something, you have to, right? Amen. Um, our second son, Jason, was a Marine. And I know Lucas, you know, served in the military and, and several of you others may have. And um, one thing that always stuck with me is that Jason always told me that he was hurt really bad in training camp. And he said, I couldn't let them know. And I said, why? And he said, because I don't want to be the weak link. And you can only go as as quick as the weak, weak link can go. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like like if, if I'm not in shape and I can only go half a mile an hour and everybody else can go a mile an hour, they have to yeah. they have to go with me sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're pushing me to go better. Yeah. But y'all, I don't want to be the weak link here. Yeah, and I don't know about y'all, you know. So it's like all of us, we can't just ride on Pastor John. We can't ride on his studying the word and on him lifting us up. We have to support him. He has to support us. We're a family. That's right. And we're a team. Yes. And let's let's all strive to not be the weak link, okay? Yeah. yeah. That's good. We got a bunch of folk God speaking to today. Amen. Uh, I like the mark the time. Um, because it's because because I remember when we were, I know it's like, but it, when we were in in the band, military band, we had to mark time, and they would tell us when to go. And you went, and then you continued to mark time. You didn't stop. You continued, and then we'll go a little further, and we'll still. So you can still move forward, and mark time. Just wait for the next assignment. If God isn't speaking in that moment, just mark time. And just wait for the next download. Wait for the ne- and don't feel like you're moving backwards because you're not. You're still going forward. Yeah. And when the when they blew the whistle, we would have to have to change. And sometimes the Lord will blow the whistle, and you'll have to change direction. And and but be be but be prepared to do so. 
They taught us how to pivot on our feet, on our feet, and we went to it. The right leg would, would go into the next direction. So keep your eyes open. Keep your feet moving. Last couple of weeks, God's been waking me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. When he wakes you up, get up. He has something for you. We stand here. We all say amen and hallelujah. We want the revival. We want to come to attention. We want the sounds to come. We want the winds. And what he's been laying on my heart, he says, you need to prepare. Mark time, but you need to prepare. And what he's laid on my heart is, am I prepared to get here at 930 in the morning and park halfway down the block so that I can pack as many cars into this parking lot out here as a Garth Brooks concert because we're going to have that many people coming? Am I ready to come inside and stand around these walls in the back as a church member because of all the people that are going to be seeking God in here. Am I ready to do that? He keeps, take, he keeps taking me to Acts 2. It talks about the Holy Spirit. But the verse that he keeps sticking me with is the first one, where he talks about everyone's in full accord. Yes. Full accord means harmony. Yes, sir. Common opinions, yes, sir. common goals. Yes. If there's any strife in this church amongst us, we got to get it out of here. He's not coming until we're ready. He also put up, turn around and look at that clock back there. He says, get rid of it. He says, you're not putting me on the clock. He says, Roadhouse will be just fine if you don't get there till 7 or 8 o'clock at night. If we go with God, we're going to be on his time. Right, right, right. And the last thing, hey, he says, get ready to form your gatekeepers committee. Amen. And she understands what it is. There'll be among us that will stand at the gates and welcome every person seeking God. Yeah. We'll never be in the sanctuary because they're never going to stop coming. But that's okay. We're going to be rewarded for that. Amen. And this morning while Cindy was talking, he gave me a vision and I hope you all understand the difference between a vision and a dream. A vision is something that is as real as you can get. The vision was the closing scene from Field of Dreams. When the cars were lined up out of sight trying to get, and that's what's going to happen. But we got to be prepared. It's more than wanting it. we got to prepare. I believe that. That's the word that we've, uh, and I'll just, and I know just the other day I had a, um, a meeting, well, not, a, but a, we were 10 an hour texting, and that was the word the Lord gave us was prepare. And so that's the reason that on the, on the announcement that, that Alexis did, if you're new to our church, been here the last year, over the last year, you need to go through Next Steps class because we're preparing. We're preparing for what God's going to do. And everyone, everyone in this church has to be in position serving in some area. Because I'm going to tell you something, when the power of God hits this place and Jesus is advertised in the papers and all that kind of stuff, um, you're going to be, like he said, you're going to be standing up on the walls, against the walls. You're going to be served because 
because really this is for unbelievers and yes we're here to get filled up and but we've been getting filled up we've been in church almost seven years we've been getting filled up for a long time and a lot of us have been in church all of our lives so we're filled <laughs> and so now we gotta let's let it out and when we come to church then we receive a little more and then we'll let it out and then receive a little more and then let it out receive a little more and let it out and and some of you haven't let it out in a long time. You got to let it out. Got to let it out. This pastor does not control your ministry. My job is to push you to do the works of ministry yourself, to pray, to prophesy, to do what God has called you to do. I will never say stop. I will always say go. Why? Because Jesus said go. And if you want to say something, just line up right over here. Well, it's not much, but <laughs> you know, I you don't never do this. I never do so this. So, okay, like let me. Oh, you want to stand up here? No, no, no. I want to hide. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. My thing is how you've been preaching, springing forward, yeah. and I know I told no, you this <clears throat> about springing forward. The day of the spring forward, when we sprung forward mm -hmm. the time, when we, when we sprung forward time yeah. the lord told me remember spring forward but when fall comes to fall back that time don't fall back <laughs> keep springing forward amen so we ain't going to we're not going to fall back we're going to spring forward amen 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 hallelujah all right <laughs> thank you jesus um so let's get involved. Let's get excited for what God is doing. And uh, let's watch God do the, the miraculous among us. Amen? Amen? If you want prayer, come this way. I'll pray with you. If not, we'll see you on Sunday morning. Prayer begins at 930. Oh, no, 10 o'clock. I'm sorry. 10 o'clock every Sunday morning here. So if you want to come pray at 10 o'clock, come on. The altars are open. God bless you. Faith walk is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Faith walk tomorrow night at 630 at the windmill. Bless you. <laughs>